We're going to look at various food groups in prophetic nutrition. Wa alaikum salam. For thousands of years, breads and cereals has always been a staple diet, very essential for human life, for many societies. And the type of grain that were common in certain societies differed from one region to the next depending on climate. Grains, wheat, sprouts are mentioned several times in the Quran. So therefore it forms as an important part of prophetic nutrition. In the Quran, these type of foods are described as gifts to mankind. Grains are listed first, which probably emphasizes the importance over other food categories. And this correlates to modern day findings. We find according to the food guide pyramid chart that grains would be at the bottom of the chart, the base, meaning that most of our nut nutrients that we obtain within our diet and the portions of food should be obtained from grains and cereals, which also includes bread. And a recommended serving, a recommended serving according to the pyramid chart would provide enough vitamin B, fiber, iron, magnesium and zinc in addition to a multitude of enzymes, antioxidants as well as phytonutrients. So whole grain breads and cereals brown rice and whole wheat pasta should be chosen over the more processed forms of grain. And as we know that the grain consists of an outer husk known as bran, which is very rich in fiber, B vitamins and minerals. A starchy filling which is called the endosperm, consisting mainly of the carbohydrate component and a bit of protein. And it has a nutritional inner seed called the germ, which is rich in vitamin E and B and other types of minerals. The whole grain provides many needed nutrients. The more refined type which is available on the market as white flour or white rice and pasta have the nutritional germ part and the brand removed. So we are deprived of that beneficial nutrients. The grains known in, in the Arabian Peninsula during the Prophet's life was mainly wheat and barley. The people at that time did not process the grains as we do today. So whole grains includes bran, the bran component being beneficial and this correlates to an ayah found in Surah Rahman where Allah says that the grain containing its husks, leaves and the sweet scented plants speaking about his favors upon us. We found in history, particularly in societies in Asia, when they remove the outer layer of the rice grain to produce this modern day polished white rice, it resulted in a spread of a disease called beriberi, which is characterized by weakness, depression, poor coordination, nervous tingling in the arms, etc. Simply due to the, the absence of what was considered to be insignificant, proving to us once again that as human beings, we are given an ideal lifestyle and it can be found within prophetic medicine. So remember, consume whole grains, try to ensure that they are brown whole grains, brown wheat, brown rice. The more coarse the meal, the better. And these are known to be rich in many nutrients and is proven scientifically. Nutrients which includes antioxidants, vitamin E, vitamin B, phytonutrients, phytochemicals that are able to fight off certain type of cancer cells, etc. So the best food for us would be the bread cereals and grains of our region like our oats mealy meal the more brown the more coarse the better and we know that when it comes to digestion fiber enables the body to rid itself of sugar of cholesterol it prevents constipation alongside the fact that you will be getting the much needed vitamins and minerals for for everyday healthy living the commercially available sugar-coated artificial flavored box cereals 
can never compare to the purity and wholesomeness that nature provides. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. Continuing our series, Prophetic Holistic Foods, we're going to answer the question, what is good food? In modern day times, we know that various types of lifestyles and natural living and scientific information is freely available, all calling us to different types of diets and lifestyles. And the question often gets asked, what is good food? What should we eat? What should we avoid? And if you are a follower of prophetic medicine, this would not be difficult for you at all. Because everything documented in the Quran and the Sunnah. The Quran says in Surah Baqarah, Eat of that which is lawful and good on the earth. Telling us that the earth produces foods that are pure, foods that are natural, but also what is lawful, meaning what is halal. Another verse says, Eat of the lawful things that has been provided for you. And when we look at the concept of halal, slaughtering animals in a certain way, we find these various conditions that the Sharia, that fix places on the slaughter. And if we look at the slaughter well and we look at modern day findings, we will find the Sharia way of slaughtering animals, looking after animals, promotes organic living. And during the time of meat consumption, the Sharia way of slaughtering meat lessens contamination of that meat. Because as we know, that blood is a perfect breeding ground for microorganisms. So when meat is slaughtered or livestock are slaughtered and they are left without being drained, the blood starts to spoil. In other words, there's a spread of infectious agents within the blood and it goes onto the tissues affecting the meat. But in the Islamic way of slaughtering, we find that the slaughter requires that all of the arteries and veins be severed and the animal has to be completely bled. Even if you look at the organic way of living, there's various hadith found in Tirmidhi or hadith compilation speaking about not feeding impurities and filth to livestock. The importance of organic living to ensure that the livestock eats a vegetarian type diet that helps to detoxify them as their bodies are organic too. And we know not too long ago that bloodborne diseases amongst livestock were rife the likes of mad cow disease. So within the Islamic lifestyle, within choosing that which is halal, which is said to be pure, we find that we can actually fend off illnesses. We can actually increase our health by eating a halal diet. To answer the question, what food is good? Good food will be whole food that has retained its original constituents. Examples would be fresh fruit, but jams and fruit preservatives or, or preserves are not because they carry a lot of processed material to improve the color, to improve the odor and flavor, and to prolong their life. Also, flour made from pure ground wheat or barley grains is considered to be good food, good whole food. Whilst white flour, which is prepared from removing the bran, removing the beneficial part, then bleed with a final product which uses chlorine to dye the flour white. And this is the same chlorine that you use for your laundry. So therefore, white flour would not be considered to be a whole food, even after it has been enriched with artificial vitamins and minerals. Good foods would be grains, vegetables, fruits, pure animal products, not processed meat. The more foods are changed from the original state, the less minerals, vitamins and phytonutrients we find in them. And it is well proven that those that consume a pure, simple, nutrient-rich diet strengthen their immunity. They become more healthy in all aspects of their life. And this can all be seen from the Sunnah. The Prophet ﷺ promoted this type of lifestyle 
and in the Shama'il Tirmidhi, which is a compilation of the Prophet Sallallahu physical characteristics. It is well documented that he was a strong individual, well built, he had a flat belly, the skin was radiant, even the scent that emanated from his sweat indicated to his purity from within. And this is due to his perfect advices that is found in prophetic medicine. Continuing on the topic of holistic foods, we are going to look at wheat. Walaikum salam. Within prophetic medicine, we find a perfect example of a well-balanced lifestyle. The lifestyle of moderation and purity extends within the world of nutrition. And we know that nutritional science today recognizes the importance of organic meals like whole grains. So when we look at wheat as a whole grain, it is considered to be the most universally grown and most important food in the world today. It is available in a number of forms and most of the forms or whole grains would be very high in nutrition like bran, it contains a lot of fiber, minerals, vitamins. Wheat grains are very high in gluten which is the protein that's responsible for holding the gas bubbles when bread rises so it assists with, with the yeast fermentation process. So this makes it a, a perfect suitable grain for the preparation of bread. Whole grains or wheat whole grain is also very rich in enzymes, phytonutrients, vitamins, minerals, proteins and fatty acid. And when we look at prophetic medicine we know that prophetic medicine is based on verses of the Quran. Uh, one such verse found in Surah Qaf verse 9 it is said that we have sent down blessed water from the sky where we produced gardens and grains. So special reference is made to grains, giving it importance when it comes to nutrition. So wheat grain, especially bran, is very rich in fiber. And the fiber that's found in wheat differs from that which is found in barley. Or it differs mainly in its insoluble fiber. Insoluble fiber has the ability to hold water in the intestines. This means that it helps to add bulk and it softens the stool, which promotes regular bowel movements, which improves or speeds up transit time. In turn, it reduces the contact between harmful waste products in the intestinal lining and it limits the reabsorption of these harmful products. So in other words, bran promotes regular bowel movements, it prevents constipation, it can reduce the risk of hemorrhoids, diverticulosis and other types of intestinal problems. However, it's very important to note that when you consume bran, ensure that you consume enough water. So the increased bulk of the stool dilutes the concentration of potential carcinogens. Carcinogens are those cancer-forming substances found in, in different products. So it's said that fiber can actually reduce the risk of colon cancer. Fiber also controls the intestinal pH balance meaning the level of acidity. So it can reduce the ability of certain harmful microbes to thrive in the intestines. Today wheat comes in many forms. Wheat flour is widely used for cakes, breads, etc. It can be made from either whole grain, which is whole meal flour, or the polished form. The white flour that's commercially sold would be the less nutritious form. Semolina is also produced from the starch of grains. It is mainly used in porridges, cereals, puddings, and it's used to manufacture pasta. Couscous is also made of salmolina, which is coated with flour. It requires very little cooking time, and it's a perfect meal to accompany vegetable stews or salads and it's a traditional dish in Morocco. Pasta is another product of wheat flour. 
So we find worldwide there's different forms and variations of grains used as a staple food. And the difference is due to the climate and geographical location which determines the type of cereal, the way it's cultivated. But one thing is, is certain that modern medicine recognizes the importance of whole grains in our diet. So let us adopt whole grains within our diet according to our tolerance. And by doing that we'll be, we'll be practicing another aspect of prophetic medicine which promotes a healthy balanced lifestyle. It is my pleasure. Walaikum salam. Holistic foods, we are going to look at grains like corn, oats, etc. Walaikum salam. When looking at holistic foods within prophetic nutrition, we notice that a lot of emphasis is placed on whole grains. So we know that in South Africa there are many forms of grains available. When you look at corn, which is very rich source of carbohydrates, fiber, and minerals such as potassium, magnesium, and phosphorus. Although corn grains are very rich in B vitamins, the vitamins are present in a form that is not easily absorbed in the body. Sweet corn can be eaten boiled, roasted, or grilled, and it's very nutritious, a very good ad addition to salads, soups, and stir fries. Corn flakes, popular and delicious as a healthy breakfast, especially when eaten with fresh milk. Popcorn is one of the best nutritious snacks for both children and adults, but try to avoid adding too much salt, butter and sugar. We know that the common snack within our society today would be the chips crisp and research has shown that each packet of chips contains 8 to 10 teaspoons of oil. So a good alternative to chips as a snack would be popcorn. Corn meal is also used to make corn muffins, cakes and breads. Corn is also another important source of cholesterol free cooking oil. Let's look at oats. Oats would form part of a staple diet that's needed for its low GI content. So oatmeal is a finely milled type of oat that is steamed before they are ground and it supplies quite a lot of vitamin E, essential fatty acids and iron. And when mixed or combined with vitamin C rich foods helps to enhance the iron absorption. Oats is also excellent as a porridge and a perfect addition to soups and stews. Oats are also well known for the cholesterol lowering effect and a suitable carbohydrate source for diabetics due to their low GI content. Rye is lower in gluten than wheat so it's less allergenic. Rye is also rich in B vitamins, minerals such as magnesium, copper, zinc and iron. It's a very good source of fiber. It contains rutin which is a phytonutrient which helps to relieve circulatory problems. Pumpernickel bread is also a very popular rye bread which is prepared from whole grains. Millet is a rich source of iron and vitamin B. It is also less allergenic than wheat due to its low gluten content. It is well tolerated by sensitive digestive systems and it has the advantage of being easily cooked. It can be cooked just like ordinary rice and it can be added to soups, stews or even used for puddings. Quinoa is one of the best source of protein in the plant kingdom. It's a perfect source of protein for vegetarians. It cooks faster than other grains. It is very low in gluten and very rich in vitamin B and E with additional calcium, phosphorus and iron. Buckwheat, not a true cereal but a seed of a herbaceous plant, very rich in B vitamins, iron, minerals, fiber. Buckwheat seeds are better roasted before cooking. Porridge made from buckwheat is also very nutritious and the crushed grain can be added to soups and casseroles as well. So we know within prophetic medicine it's always recommended to consume the grains and food of your locality. 
So within South Africa, we have a rich, diverse array of different types of grains like oats, millimeal. So ensure that we incorporate the raw, unprocessed grains within our diet as opposed to the box sweetened cereals. And by doing that, at all levels for the children, right up to adulthood, will ensure a better digestive tract and lower glycemic index, which is beneficial to our overall health. It's my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. Continuing our topic on holistic nutrition, uh, with reference to prophetic medicine. Wa alaikum salam. We know today that in nutritional medicine, scientists continuously realize the importance and the link between our diet and well-being. So we find a lot of emphasis in, is placed on whole grains. And when we look in prophetic medicine, we'll see that in the prophet's diet, it's a well-balanced diet of whole grains alongside other fruits and veg and all those foods that are considered to be healthy. So when we look at whole grains, we'll see a very popular whole grain within prophetic medicine would be barley. It was considered to be one of the main cereals or grains in the Arab Peninsula. So barley have a low glycemic index, which means that it causes a slow rise in the blood sugar levels once consumed. This in turn slows down the release of insulin, stabilizing the hormone so it controls our hunger and it can help reduce the risk of obesity and diabetes. Barley grains are also rich in chromium, a mineral that helps insulin in controlling blood sugar levels. So it's well known today that diabetics should follow a low GI diet and barley or barley grain is a, a perfect food in comparison with other grains, barley is particularly rich in niacin, source of vitamin 6, of folate, zinc, copper and iron. The barley germ is rich in essential fatty acids like linolenic acid which cannot be made by the body. In a prophetic narration, the Prophet has been reported to have said on the authority of Aisha, Radiallahu anha, the beloved wife of the Prophet. She said that the Prophet said that barley strengthens the heart of a sad person and relieves the heart of illness. Just as one would wash dirt off the face with water. So barley soup recently has been showed to be very high in soluble fiber, which has the ability to bind fatty substances to it and cholesterol within the gut facilitates its excretion as waste. So thereby it reduces cholesterol in the blood. So it's recommended as part of a healthy eating plan for people that suffer from cardiac problems. The soluble fiber also controls blood sugar levels after meal so it allows for the absorption of carbohydrates at a at a more slower pace another form of barley that was prepared would be talbina which is a traditional arab dish and tharid and the way barley is prepared barley soup can be made by preparing one portion of whole barley grains in five portions of water bring to a boil over moderate heat until the water is reduced to two-fifths of its volume and studies have shown that barley grains are rich in amino acids, some of which is, is used by the body to synthesize neurotransmitters. These are chemical substances that are essential for, for the proper functioning of the brain and the nervous system, which can contribute to mood elevation. So today there are many forms of barley available in supermarkets and health shops. The most popular would be whole grain barley, which is very nutritious. You have polished barley or pearly barley, barley flakes which are flattened grains 
which allowed for speedy process or decrease the boiling time. Barley flakes are delicious as, as a morning cereal with milk, can be sweetened with honey or dates. Barley flour can be used to make breads. Barley water can be made by boiling the grains of barley, then flavoring with honey, orange or lemon. Barley syrup or malt extract can be used as a natural sweetener. So as part of our healthy program that we want to adopt, include barley as a grain within your diet and enjoy all the benefits as described to us in prophetic medicine, which is confirmed in modern medical science. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Holistic foods, we're going to speak about rice. Wa alaikum salam. According to prophetic medicine, we know that man is reminded about his connection to nature. And when we consume foods in its natural form, unprocessed, we gain maximum benefit, nutritional value and healing from food. In modern day times, we find that the food industry would be geared towards mass production, refined processed foods. In those processes, there's a loss of quality. And we are continuously reminded via verses of the Qur'an and the narrations of the Prophet that when we consume food in its natural state, untouched, unprocessed, we accrue most of the benefits. So let's look at some whole grains or cereals. Rice would be considered to be the most important cereal second to wheat. There are many types of rice and the nutritional value depends mainly on the degree of milling and refining. So let's look at some variations of rice. So the normal, the common white rice, which is the polished rice, has the least nutritional value due to the loss of minerals, vitamins and the outer husk portion, which, con which is considered to be very crucial for our digestion. We have what they call basmati rice. This is a long grain aromatic rice with a distinctive flavor. It has a lower glycemic index compared to ordinary white rice. So which means that it causes a slow rise in the blood sugar levels. So it decreases or slow down the insulin surge. So this rice would be considered to be a degree higher or more healthier than normal white rice. Parboiled rice compared to white rice is more nutritious due to its high content of B vitamins, which diffuses into the grains when the rice is exposed to steam before milling. Brown rice, which is the least refined form, where only the outer husk is removed, leaving the bran attached to the grain. So there's a high degree of fiber in brown rice compared to white rice. And this fiber retains a lot of its vitamins, B vitamins in essentially, and minerals. So therefore we find brown rice needs a longer cooking time. So it's very important for us to attempt to incorporate the least refined rice into our diets. We have been accustomed towards the refined rice, but within nutritional medicine, we recognize that the refined rice has the least nutritional value. Wild rice, which looks like rice, but it's not actually a rice. It still belongs to the member of the grass family though. It's very high in protein, very high in vitamin B2 in zinc than ordinary rice or ordinary brown rice. And it has a lower carbohydrate content. There's a special type of nutty flavor which goes well in salads, in soups and stir fries. So when we talk about holistic foods and foods that will benefit us in terms of strength and good digestion, we look at grains and the best of grains would be the brown, unrefined, unpolished type of grains, which is different to the commercially sold grains on the market. So let us try to adapt a different type of rice as opposed to what we are accustomed to 
and by doing it we'll be one step closer to complementing our diets with that which is nutritious, natural and straight from the earth. Walaikum salam rahmatullah. Continuing our discussion on holistic foods, we are going to look at sprouts. Walaikum salam. Within prophetic nutrition, a lot of emphasis would be placed on whole grains. Within the South African region, we are privileged to, be, to have access to many types of grains. Seeds, beans and grains are sometimes also referred to as live food as they carry the plant embryo which is ready to germinate when subjected to the proper conditions, producing healthy, nutritious sprouts. Some wheat grains which were found in the tombs of the ancient Egyptian pharaohs were still able to germinate after being dormant for more than 5,000 years. So sprouts constitute a beneficial, natural, compact source of nutrition that is easily digested and readily assimilated into the body. Sprouting seeds produce a wide and abundant array of concentrated vitamins like provitamins, vitamin A, vitamin B complex, vitamin C and E and minerals like calcium, iron, magnesium, potassium, selenium, zinc. Sprouts also contain chlorophyll enzymes and antioxidants. Sprouts help the body in combating toxic chemicals that normally suppresses our immunity. The consumption of sprouts can be seen in history forms parts of traditional diets of many cultures for centuries and is increasingly becoming popular around the world. So in prophetic medicine it's also encouraged that we adopt a organic type of lifestyle so to grow our foods in our garden patches at home and to have an interaction with nature. To grow sprouts would be very beneficial and it's quite easy. The sprouts available in the supermarket often becomes old due to the travel and packaging involved. Sprouts can be easily grown at home. Simply choose seeds or beans, even wheat, barley, the rye, oats, lentils, fenugreek, sesame seeds or chickpeas. Make sure that you use the whole grains which still carries the embryo, the rough part. So place the grains or seeds in a jar and soak it overnight in some water. The next morning pour out the water. If the seeds are still dry it means it still needs to be soaked or more soaking is necessary. Rinse and dry the grains and cover the jar with a porous cloth. Each morning rinse the grains with fresh water and drain well leaving the jar tilted. If water remains in the jar the grains could, could become rotten. The sprouts under these conditions can grow favorably in about three to seven days. Once they grow, it's perfect to be used in a toss salad or added to stir fries. And the sprouts can be stored in a plastic or glass container in the fridge for five to 10 days. Wheatgrass and barleygrass are also very rich in chlorophyll. And recent scientific research shows that it plays an important role in prevention of some type of cancers in the body. Wheat and barley grass are very alkalinic, so they form an ideal part or a supplement to our unhealthy acidic modern day diet. And the balance between acidity and alkalinity is crucial for our energy levels. And in order to maintain good health, it's important to store an alkaline reserve in our body to avoid the excess byproducts of acidic, which are often de deposited in the body tissues, which adds to organ stress and overall stress in our body. Wheat and barley grass also contains beta carotenes like vitamin B, C, E and K, also has iron and potassium. Wheat grass traditionally is said to detoxify the liver, it aids tissue repair, it improves the blood sugar levels, it strengthens our immunity and our vitality, it helps clean and regulates the lymphatic system, it also promotes good skin texture. 
Wheat and barley grass is also easy to grow at home, just like sprouts. In about seven days, it will be ready to be cut, and this can be added to our juices using a blender, juicer, or food processor. We'll be able to gain a lot of the medicinal value that can be found in this deep, green, rich, nutritious drink. Let us try to grow sprouts, barley, wheat grass at home and try to incorporate it as part of a healthy eating program. By doing this, we'll tap into another important resource that's needed for our modern day living. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. We are starting our new series entitled Holistic Nutrition from the Sunnah. In the past we mentioned that prophetic medicine is a natural healing science that connects man to nature. And as we know with the change of season, the season of winter is a time of latency when we become less active and we build up stores and we, our appetite increases and we crave for heating foods. In the season of spring we find these changes in the macrocosm, changes in the season. The season is marked by growth, greenery, flowers, fruits, etc. And likewise within our body there is a certain type of, of need that develops. Like the season and the sunshine and the flowers, we also feel to rejuvenate ourselves, to move towards healing. And we have to acknowledge that within our body, within nature, every cell moves towards auto-healing or auto-recovery, known as homeostasis or equilibrium. So when we practice prophetic medicine, we realign ourselves to nature. We realign ourselves to our natural design. And we know that in modern day science, it is well known that our diets are very important when it comes to natural living. However, in prophetic medicine, even more emphasis is placed on diet to such an extent that in Tib we believe that every illness is caused by an incorrect diet. Yes, there are other factors and the cause is the belly and that is based on prophetic narrations. Within Tib we don't believe in crash diets whereby you adopt a certain drastic diet for a short period in order to lose weight because those type of diets are not, are not sustainable at all. If you want to be healthy and fit and stay that way. Definite lifestyle change is needed and it begins with eating and it's all based on the Quran ayah where Allah says eat and drink but do not be extravagant or do not be wasteful for certainly Allah does not love those that are wasteful. So these words are simple and clear. Eat what you want but do not overdo it. So we know we live in a time of buffet meals. We're living in a time of mass consumption of food. And we have to bring to mind the Prophet's recommendation when he said, A human does not fill any vessel more harmful to his health than his abdomen, than the belly. A few bites are enough for us to keep the body upright. But if he has to, then have a third for food, a third for water, and a third for the breath. The Prophet also went on to say that the food for two is enough for three. And the food for three is enough for four. So it tells us that often we consume more than our body requires. And when that happens, it leads to excess, it places strain on the digestive system, leading to harmful substances or residues left behind. There's a famous Arabic saying that goes, We are people that do not eat unless you are hungry. And when we eat, we do not reach satiety. And this is totally contrary to the modern day of living, whereby between meals we are accustomed to having snacks. Secondly, we consume our food at a very rapid rate. And it is well known that when we consume food, that the messages that reach the brain to tell us that we are full takes about 20 minutes. So if we consume food 
very quickly, which is contrary to the Prophet's recommendation, we find that we consume more than the body needs. And once the messages reach the brain that we are full, we have the sluggish feeling that overcomes us. And Ibn Sina says in his canon of medicine, do not eat before digesting your food, meaning space our meals well. For if we don't, it leads to indigestion, heartburn, constipation, and all other types of illnesses that are due to modern day, the modern day type of living. And it was the great Khalif of Islam, Umar ibn Khattab, who said, Beware of overeating, for it ruins the body, it causes sickness and laziness in performing prayer. So seek moderation. It is more healthy for the body and more distant from waste. Aisha anha, which was the Prophet's beloved wife, also known as the mother of the believers, she said that the family of the Messenger of Allah never ate their fill on barley bread for two days until the Prophet passed away. In other words, the Prophet practiced a life of moderation. So basically three words will sum up Prophet's life in terms of, of nutrition. Simplicity, moderation and purity. And if we can incorporate those three aspects in modern day living, we will definitely find good health and our bodies will be able to overcome illnesses much better. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam.